This is Bangarang Radio, a podcast network. For more shows, visit bangarangradio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up, I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punk and Pizza on Bangarang Radio. Welcome, welcome. This is part two of episode 32 of Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm Jacques Clamore, your host. If you didn't get a chance to listen to part one of this episode, go back and listen to it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but this is just a continuation of my conversation with Joshua Long of Lightweights out of Chicago. But before we get to that, this episode is brought to you by Vinyl Me Please. Join their Record of the Month Club by going to joinvmp.com forward slash bangerang radio. And if you sign up, we get a little bit of funding here at Bangerang Radio, which we could use because we do have weekly or monthly costs. It does cost me money to do this podcast. Not a lot, but... You know, it, it wouldn't hurt to have a little bit of funding because then we can make the uh, best pod- podcast possible for you to enjoy. So once again, join vmp.com forward slash bangerang radio for uh, Vinyl Me Please, their record of the month club. There's also audible.com forward slash bangerang radio. If you're an audiobook listener, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. All right, so before we do anything else, since we're in the midst of Christmas season, I want to go ahead and share the Christmas song of, well, maybe not Christmas song of the week, but on every episode, I want to play one of my favorite pop-punk Christmas songs for you that you can add to your Christmas playlist if you happen to like them. And maybe it's a song that you already know, but maybe it's not. And you're like, oh, man, I've never heard of this Christmas song. This is badass, you know. So I'm going to add this to my Christmas playlist right now. So another one of my favorite Christmas songs is Christmas Day by MXPX. Yeah, something about the way you can. Little bit of a long way. 
Christmas Day, MXPX here on Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. Add that to your Christmas playlist if you enjoy it. Hope, or I hope you enjoyed it anyway, because like I said, it's one of my favorites. Just trying to get into the uh, Christmas cheer here on Pop Punk and Pizza. All right, so let's go ahead and get to part two of my conversation with Joshua Long from Lightweights. Um, on this segment, we go ahead and we finally share our pop punk picks of the week and and we just have a great time i i had a blast talking with josh he's a really sweet guy and he means a lot to me because he's a, a real big supporter of pop punk and pizza and listens and listens to every episode which means the world to me so let's get to it Joshua Long, lead vocalist, guitarist from Lightweight. Well, rhythm guitarist. Rhythm, yeah, because yeah, you guys have a lead. We should shout out your other members since yeah, they couldn't make uh-huh. it. I'm so sorry. I didn't think about that till now. No, that's that's fine. They're uh, idiots, so. <laughs> <laughs> Typical uh, band rivalry going on yeah. here. Um, but they, so they're, uh, they're really great. I met them on the internet. Um, no shit? Yeah. Was it all Craigslist? All Craigslist. I had bad, <laughs> bad experiences with Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Members that I found on Craigslist, none of them worked out. They all got kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for people that say that because, like, so I, after college, I did Teach for America and was teaching in the city uh, on the south side and, like, literally had no time for music. Are you a teacher now? I was. I work uh, I work at an education nonprofit in Hammond now. Oh, cool. Yeah, so moved on to that. But when I was teaching, it was like, you get to school at 5 30 a.m you do school and then i was the head baseball coach so i had baseball oh, practice wow. at like seven and there was like no time for music so when i stopped teaching i was like yeah oh, you know i don't want to play music again yeah literally the first day i looked on craigslist it was like hey we're a bunch of old dudes playing pop punk and i was like all right <laughs> <laughs> showed up uh showed up uh to practice with them like that same week and then we've just just that's, kept doing it that's so cool i've i've recently thought about you know writing well i haven't i write i still write here and there but i've been thinking about you know getting up or getting something small together just because Mm -hmm. i miss yeah i miss that but i just don't have the time like i barely have time to do saint jimmy right so Mm -hmm. it's like i don't know but anyway you got to make time i'm telling you because i I know i felt the same way especially when i was teaching and i started to work at this nonprofit, and i was still so busy and i was like i feel like i'm missing something just on a whim went to craigslist and uh it's been great like when we the first three songs we wrote i basically did all the music to yeah um well so for for black box that was uh they had that one ready and then the other two i sort of demoed out the music um and they sort of like refined it in a way that I had not had before in a band, which was awesome. Um, uh, and then I, I wrote most of the lyrics for the first one, uh, for those first three. But now, like, I'm I'm in a band again. We do it like one to two nights a week. Like, we're all writing together. So we have five songs and everyone in the band wrote the lyrics for one of the songs, which is like so cool. Um, that is cool. Yeah, so you got to do it. You just got to, yeah. you just have to like... It's hard when you have a when you have a kid, right? Yeah, and then I'm sure when I have a kid, I'll be texting you the same. You were right. Josh, you were right. You were right. <laughs> yes, it, it really it's hard. It's it's a uh, it's a uh, you never find a balance. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm trying to, but mm. and it's it, like I'm I'm still busy. It helps that um, 
you know, we have like Wednesday nights we practice and, yeah. and Friday nights we have a longer practice, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, because we practice two times a week, if there's times when we... Like, you guys must be getting tight if you're practicing twice a week, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, we haven't been practicing recently because we've been recording so much. Oh, for the last, well, that like, makes months. sense. Yeah. Um, but like we, we had played together basically twice a week for a year before we played one show. Wow. Yeah. Um, which was awesome because I had never really written in that like group environment. Yeah. I hadn't even really played live, like in a band setting in like five years. So, um, yeah, it, fe- it feels good to be like with a group of dudes that like are in a sit like same life place as me, but still want music to be a part of their lives. And the Chicago music scene's great. There's always places to play and yes. shows. To we are lucky, and- man. Super, super lucky. Um, but yeah, no. What are their names anyway? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Just, you know, because I want to give them credit too. Uh, uh, and hopefully one day I'll meet them. Yep. So when I responded to the ad, it was uh, Yasik, um, who is. Yasik. Yeah. He goes by Jack. Jack. <laughs> I don't know which one he prefers, honestly. Yasik or Jack? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yasik Jack. He'll tell me when he watches this, I guess. Okay. Yeah. He'll be like, dude, what the fuck, man? <laughs> um, Why'd he, you tell him that? <laughs> uh, he plays drums. He's an awesome drummer. So like, um, I never really understood drums, I guess. I always had like, I had a friend that would be like, hey, just figure this out. You play drums. <laughs> uh, so it's been really great to have like a, a good drummer. Um, uh, Eric Frandon was the other guy that those two were playing. He's uh, uh, He played bass most of his life, but he plays lead guitar for us now. Okay. Um, also, like, really great. Um, and then they brought in one of their friends, uh, Braska. Um, his, his last name, his first name's Matt. I didn't, I, I like, Braska. honestly didn't know his first name for, like, three months. We have, like, a text chain going, and at one point I just had to be Is like, he from, like, Nebraska or something? No, I don't know. It's just his last name. Oh, last name? Yeah. That Braska is his last name? Okay. Yeah. and That's cool. Eventually I just had to text a group and be like, dude, I, I don't know your first name <laughs> you still don't know it no i do now it's oh, matt. matt it's yeah. matt well yeah. that's probably why he goes by brassica right. uh-huh. because how many mats i know a fuckload of mats mm-hmm. dude also did you did you play final fantasy 10 growing up no but i uh, i remember yeah. the final fantasy games but yeah. i never personally played them i remember watching like my brothers and my my neighbor i think play them but i never i don't know i was never super super interested Gotcha. Yeah, I, I was never into video games, but that one I did play all the way through. But there's a character named Braska. Oh. So it's just like a good memory to... Okay. Yeah. You can link <laughs> him in with. That's mm-hmm. cool. Awesome. Yeah, well. but they... So they all knew each other. All three of them knew each other. And I was so they were the, looking for... Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. a vocalist and... Yeah, and actually, like, we had for... Probably six, seven months. We're looking for another guitarist because, to be honest, I'm I'm not good at guitar, right? Like, <laughs> I'm not very good either. So that makes two of us. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, and even like for for the a taste for two stuff, literally I had all my friends record all the instruments. Yeah, um, w- what I wow. couldn't do, so I could do like like the rhythms, some of the rhythms, and I could do some of the drums and some of the bass. But I had my friends come in and like clean it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I had, I was like practicing really hard cause I was like, oh, we're missing a guitar part, but we don't have a guitarist. And so then at some point it was like, oh, I can actually play these like well and sing now. Okay. So okay. Uh, it's been interesting. Like, uh, cause you know, when you, when you play acoustic, if you mess up the rhythm, you just kind of go with it. Cause it's just you. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, you really, it, it definitely puts the spotlight on mm-hmm. you though, if you do fuck up. Right. Cause you're the only one. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's the other great thing about being in a band is like. 
like I'm playing on stage. If I like miss a chord and I just move on and pretend it never happened, for the most part, the audience doesn't notice. Yeah, if you you can play it <laughs> off, but if it's just you, man, it's it can. Well, I guess you can still do it solo. It's just mm-hmm. di- more difficult. Yeah. to do mm-hmm. if you. I mean, you have to be seasoned at. Yeah, you know, kind of uh, buffing out your mm-hmm. your uh, screw ups. But well, and that's what. Uh, you know, playing with these guys has been because they all know their instruments really well. Yeah. Right. And so I feel like when we're writing or when we're playing, they have all of these really good ideas and then could back it up with playing. Whereas, mm. you know, when I was writing the music myself, I was just like, all right, what's going to sound good that I can just do. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, I remember before, <laughs> during, uh, during Absolutely Yes was playing, you're talking about how your, your, current song titles aren't like yeah. really attached to this song <laughs> like you named it after so the the way we used to write when we were first starting um, was I would like put a demo together on GarageBand which is like GarageBand's actually come a long way in Logic yeah um, oh yeah I really have yeah. I don't use it I, mm-hmm. use, I use Adobe Audition yeah because that's what I learned uh, at the uh, trade school I went to for gotcha. broadcasting mm-hmm. was Adobe Audition so that's what I use but I know people that Use There's so many different recording softwares that you can mm-hmm. use. And, I mean, what you can do in, like, your basement now is incredible. Yeah, um, yeah. So I would put those – I would put, like, a demo together, usually, uh, like, intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, and I never knew what to do with a bridge, always. like That's always the <laughs> hardest part. It's like, okay, do I put a bridge in mm-hmm. or do we not? If I do, what do we do with it? Like, it's yeah. always – that's – I can't remember who the hell it was that said it, but somebody was talking about – they now I can't remember the quote, but it was something about the bridge of bridge of the song being like the most important mm-hmm. or like the hardest thing mm-hmm. to write, and it really is. Yeah, uh, and that's why it's been nice to have people to write with because you know if I get stuck, I send it to them, and they're like, "Oh, actually, I can hear something." So um, that's the way we used to write. But I always used to uh, going back to the names. I always used to name these demos after a type of beer or like a like a drink, and so. Like I would send it to them, it would be something. We would have then we would change it to a different working title, and then finally we'd come up with something. But when we were like getting ready to play our first live songs, we had gone through like two or three names for each song, and none of the names have anything to do with the lyrics. So I literally <laughs> had no idea like what songs were which for the longest time. Yeah, yeah, I remember. We I remember doing that a little bit when we would write new songs and we weren't sure what to call it yet mm-hmm. or. Yeah, maybe we had a couple different names to choose from. And I remember the last EP, I keep talking about the projection a lot today. I hope you don't mind. Um, But um, the last EP we put out, the song Light Up the Sky, was originally called Colin's Biscuits. (laughs) And Colin is the drummer, was the drummer of the projection. I don't know where the, Uh I, I can't remember to this day where that came into play. But it was, you know, Colin, see, see, and we almost kept, Kept yeah. it as Colin's biscuits. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the song. Mm-hmm. You know? So we, so we would have kept it for sure. Like, <laughs> I was that's where say, we're at as a band. Like have, Colin's yeah. biscuits, we would have just left. Yeah. See, that's like it's like a very like punk rock thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like a lot of bands. Maybe it's not even just punk rock, but there are a lot of bands that do that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, well, that's because we call them this because, or this song is called this because. You know, Luke mm-hmm. has a massive Mario collection, right, so it's right. called the song's called N sixty four, even though it has nothing to do with N sixty four. I don't yeah. know. Just... Well, and I, I always, <clears throat> I never want to. At this point in my musical career, I, I just don't want to take myself like 
too seriously. Too ser- yeah, you got to have fun because you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it just depends on what you want to do. You obviously know at this point you're not going to make it a full-fledged yeah. career path. It's Unless someone's like... <laughs> we talk about this all the time. Like we would make this a career if a record executive came to us and said, "Sell out, and we'll make you famous." We're in. <laughs> it's never that easy, though. I know that. You I know. wish it yeah, was, uh-huh. right? I mean, there are instances where it's that easy. Like I, if I, you have the major hookups, or if you were born into the family, uh-huh. or you know, I have an example of this that just happened. Yeah. Have you Have you heard of the the band? Uh, they were called Trophy Wives. Yeah, they were I, like, rem- I remember the name, yeah, but were, I don't... They were like this easy core band, like really fun. Uh, so I, I guess like f- like Four Year Strong would be a good example of someone they sort of sound like. Um, and they had these like really cool, fast songs. And all of a sudden, like I looked on their Facebook and their name had changed to Make Out. So their new name is Make Out and they, have, they put out a song and it's like straight pop rock. And so then you do a little investigating and you realize that at some point they met John Feldman. And he must. Okay, have, I was gonna say I know Makeout. Yeah. Is, I was gonna say Makeout is a John Feldman project. Yes. Okay, and, I and, thought so because I remember. Uh, I don't know if it, I saw him share it on his page or, or who it was, but I remember checking it out. I think I've seen him taking like pictures mm-hmm. with them or something. So yeah, they were they were that band. They became Makeout. Recorded with John Feldman. He put them as an opener for Blink, and then they sort of blew up, right? Uh, but like it's the music is so like pop rock now. But yeah, I, lot, w- I would do the different. exact same thing. Yeah, if John Feldman was like, dude, love your voice. Let's let's make you the next all time low. I'm in. <laughs> hey, if John Feldman tells you to do yeah. something, you're probably gonna do it. Yep. Um, I think. I was, as we were talking about, you said make out and I was trying to remember how I realized that name. I think I was listening to a list on uh, a playlist on Spotify Mm -hmm. that Goldfinger had put together when they put out their new album this past summer. And I think make out was on that list Mm -hmm. and that I want to say that's where I, I first yeah, them because I was like, "Who the hell is this?" Uh-huh. And I'm like, and then I'm like, "Oh, you know, in 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 high school or college, like I would have been so against that, you know, like I'm not going to sell out." I'm well, gonna... now you get it though. Yeah, now you understand. Yeah. I mean, and if it's... they if they enjoy writing the music and they enjoy playing it and they get more recognition, then good for them. Yeah, yeah, they're they're coming through Chicago in December and uh, Night Terrors are opening for them actually, which is kind of cool. I saw. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. There's so, see, there's just so many shows. I for, like I see it mm-hmm. and I forget about it, and then someone says something, and I'm like, oh yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, that's super awesome. Um, no, I feel yeah. Now that I'm older, I, I feel like I understand more on why bands have have done certain things in their career mm-hmm. and made certain choices. It comes down to: Do you want to eat or not? Mm-hmm. Do you want to keep? Do you want to stay at this level yeah. or do you want to go down or do, you know, I mean, there's so many different steps you can take. I know one example I always give is Maroon 5. Yeah. It's just one of the many examples out there. But you go and you listen to early Maroon 5 compared to now mm-hmm. and it's like, whoa. Yeah. But you know what? Good for, good for Adam Levine because – he basically is Maroon 5, right? Like, I know the other members. He is but, now. Yeah. But, but but he could have very easily left Maroon 5 and said, I'm going to do this solo. No, he, he didn't. He could have so. pulled a Gwen Stefani. Yep. Yeah. 
I'm just saying, you know, he really yeah. could have. Uh-huh. He, I mean, he is the face of that band. I mean, they still have their members. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think one of them, they recently came out and said that he's just going to be a studio member. He's not going to do any touring with he them He probably anymore. has kids, right? Something. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But um, anyway, I just always give them as an example because their style has, their sound has t- changed mm-hmm. so much. And I think it's just because they they're going with the yeah. flow or I don't know. Everyone might tell you something different, but I think it, it just comes down to, and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes bands just do their own thing and they still are, they still stay at the top mm-hmm. even with doing their own thing their way. But sometimes they really have to conform yeah. to, yeah. to stay. Cit- citizen, do you listen to Citizen? I, I know of them, but I couldn't mm-hmm. like tell you a song. They're, they're one where, uh, they just put out a, a new record relatively recently. It's a little bit different than the first one, but still is awesome, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not like they said, we want to be ra- more radio-friendly. Th- they said, this is the music we want to play. Yeah. And that's awesome that they could right. still have that. And that and that's sometimes just the case, too. It's not even anything to do with the business mm-hmm. part of it. It's just, obviously, our, our styles, our tastes change. You know, a song that you wrote five years ago, you look back at it now and you're like, oh, there's so many things I would do differently. Mm-hmm. I don't actually like this song anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just, things constantly, our, yeah. our tastes change. But there are bands out there that stick with that same formula mm-hmm. and they just keep going with it and they keep improving that formula. Yeah. It's still basically the same outline, mm-hmm. but they've just, they've made improvements. Yep. I mean, Blink-22 was, was going that route, right? Like the self-titled album was like, Definitely some kind of combination between like Boxcar Racer and the old Blink. Um, well, and so Travis like, Park, Dra- Travis Park, P- Parker. Why the <laughs> hell am I saying Parker? Travis Barker put it perfectly in an interview in the last couple of years. I don't know if it was with Rolling Stone or whatever, but he said, you know, Tom DeLonge wanted them to be like like a Coldplay kind of yeah. vibe, and I mean. That's that he pretty wants, much nails it on that. Play. You know what I mean? I mean he's right because I feel yeah. like that does kind of I don't know that that uh, album mm. or not the self titled per se, but like neighborhoods or yeah. you know. I mean that's sort of where like like Angels and Airways came. Like he said he wanted to be a stadium rock band, right? Right. And <clears throat> right. It was like this is the best music that's ever been written and all that yes. kind of stuff. And I like Angels. Mm-hmm. And I partly think, honestly, that that's why, and, you know, sorry, I always talk about Green Day, but <laughs> I think that was one of the reasons that their sound had changed the way it did, mm-hmm. because they wanted to start playing arenas. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they needed to kind of tap into that. Mm-hmm. type and i mean there's all kinds of rock that gets played in arena and for them i mean you know they they've always said how much they love the who mm-hmm. and you know and so that's obviously like the biggest influence that they kind of tapped into and and had that show more upfront mm-hmm. in their sound i feel like anytime you listen to you know american idiot or 21st century breakdown or revolution radio mm-hmm. they all have that classic rock mm-hmm. um and and you know it worked like uh yeah american idiot came out when i was a freshman in high school and yep. 
everyone listened to that album. Yeah. And like like Dookie, obviously, and, and the 90s albums were good, but like everyone was listening to American Idiot. I know I was. I worshipped that <laughs> yeah, album. Uh-huh. I used to come home every day and play to it, like mm-hmm. with my guitar and sing and... I would literally learn the whole album and I'd play it almost every day. Yeah, on the on the swim team, I just I have this vivid memory of like uh, sitting in our bathing suits in the locker room, like all the the team just singing "Wake Me Up When September Ends." Like, yeah, man, <laughs> crazy. It was, it was a it was a bit. It was their uh, their rebirth. Mm-hmm. So and, and, and they them. still they still mix the punk rock mm-hmm. with the classic rock. But see, I'll, you. you and I or whoever, it just depends on your opinion of The Who is, but some people can actually say, well, The Who was punk rock. Mm-hmm. Like, if you listen to early Who and how they were, they were like a mm-hmm. punk band. So, I mean, and I, essentially I, Green Day is like the modern Who. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And I, I have a special place in my heart for The Who because also freshman year of high school, I was in the musical Tommy. Like, we did a, oh, a run of Tommy. Really? Yeah. In, in, in high school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't think a high school would touch that. Yeah. I mean, there were, I mean, if if you know the musical Who, there's like like some very deep and serious themes and like yeah. things in that. So yeah. I guess they, they even have an American Idiot high school version too mm-hmm. or something like yeah. that. But anyway. Um, you know, some of the more in the the Tommy version we did some of the more serious things it was just like alluded to <laughs> yeah I was gonna <laughs> say they water it down a little <laughs> yeah, bit yeah uh-huh. oh yeah all those junior musical yeah. versions mm-hmm. they gotta yeah they gotta dumb them down a, mm-hmm. a little bit so it's not <laughs> you know but anyways but, uh, the music cool. the music was awesome and I had a I had a I was only a freshman, so I wasn't the lead then. Um, by senior year, I was the lead. But I actually got a, <laughs> I got a lead when I was a freshman. Did you? Yeah. Surprisingly, the funniest thing about that was I played the father of a senior. Oh man, it was so weird. <laughs> it was took, like you took I'm his a, shot at a lead role. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I was a freshman, and the other lead who was or no, yeah, the it was. Uh, it was a it was a girl. Yeah, my daughter mm-hmm. in the musical. I was Footloose. Oh, I was nice. the Reverend. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and I I can't remember the char- all the characters' names, but anyway, yeah, she was a senior. Mm-hmm. It was so weird. I would have loved to to have done Footloose. That's it's, so cool. Yeah, it was it was fun. And it was like you're four years older than me, <laughs> and you're my daughter. It's like I'm sure they weird. made you look very old. Although oh, as dude. a freshman, you probably still had like probably hadn't gone through growth spurt and well actually i stopped growing in eighth grade really yeah mm-hmm. i'm the same i could literally wear the same clothes i i did that's then. impressive yeah, yeah. <laughs> i actually have a suit from when i was in eighth grade that i could still wear save it because that'll come back in style in probably 15 years <laughs> <laughs> yeah something like that but um yeah so the we, we did tommy i love the who that's cool um, but i got a solo in pinball wizard i had one of the, like the solo nice lines, which was awesome nice yeah. man that's awesome i'm gonna have to revisit that one because mm-hmm. i saw it when i was very young and i honestly don't remember too mm-hmm. much about it but um yeah we should probably get to our picks yep and mm-hmm. then roll on out we got uh having a great time yeah so this, is, this good. is this is great and you know i do want to actually shout out to you for being s- just so fucking cool and listening to this show <laughs> all the time like that seriously you have no idea how much that means to mm-hmm. me because this is like this is one of the main things that i do mm-hmm. outside of work that's like something that i enjoy and i you know i don't have a lot of free time mm-hmm. so it goes into this 
And so, you know how I found how I found it was I listen to podcasts all the time. It's like mm-hmm. one of my past. I like work in an office by myself all the time. So I, I'm obviously like into the like NPRs and all of that. Okay, but yeah, yeah. When uh, I started playing in a pop punk band again, I was but like, if you're listening to NPR, how did you wind up on this? Because like, our, right, 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 our, right. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I, I don't think you can compare pop punk and pizza to NPR. That's that's no, kind of we'd a... have to we'd have to talk very quietly. <laughs> and... <laughs> well, and their podcasts are so good. They're so uh-huh. prestigious, and they're. You know, because they have the education behind them. They mm-hmm. have all the their ducks in a row where, I, I mean, I don't even have a bachelor's degree. <laughs> I never went to college, you know. Well, you don't need, well, a, you don't need a bachelor's degree. And, well, not for pop punk, anyway. Yeah, you don't need to spend $100,000 on a studio to get, like, professional quality sound anymore. Well, no, but... Um, anyway, but so I we I had started playing music music again, and uh, a couple years before that, I had so when I was teaching, I was listening to a lot of what my students were listening to, which at the time was like Chance the Rapper was still in high school, right? So he was like coming up, and I was listening to all of that, and I was like, oh, I really want to start playing music again. So I started started with Knuckle Puck and Real Friends when okay. you know, they were getting when bigger. That, yeah, that was yeah. about five years ago. Yep. Um, and, uh, so then I was like, okay, I, I listen to podcasts all the time. I really need to get caught up and like what's new and, and all that. So I literally just searched pop punk in my like iTunes <laughs> ah, app thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. it's good to know that it comes up when you, mm-hmm. it comes up that easily. Yeah. But I don't know. There were, there were a bunch of like pop punk podcasts, but this is the one I was like, oh. yeah, I think I've listened to a couple other different Pie, or I listened when I was like starting up this podcast. I was like, I wonder if anyone else has this name. Mm-hmm. So, Pop Punk and Pizza, Triple P, Triple P. It yeah, worked, yeah. Should just call it the Triple P. <laughs> that sounds dirty. Yeah, it does. I don't like that. <laughs> no, it's what was. I don't even know what all those P's would be, but it's yeah. It sounds uh, sounds kind of. Excuse me. Sounds kind of dirty. Mm-hmm. But anyways, but, um, you do. I mean, you do a really great job. Uh, and... I thanks, man. I I just try the best that I possibly can, and I try to improve well and it, it, you know I'm, I'm sure you love doing it but i'm also sure that it means a lot to the bands that you bring on right like things like this. they yeah they uh they are i mean i've never had a unpleasant experience mm-hmm. because they're always cool you know well and you and you so. you know you have the young the young guys right like i you had uh, last last season <laughs> the last like i chunk. i don't i should start doing seasons but it's <laughs> yeah, just then, kind then, of then if you need a break like i oh, yeah, yeah i sporadically season. take break well i mean i not sporadically but when owen was born i took a break and then i took another break when we moved mm-hmm. um but yeah. what i'll say is like like so i listened to the talk to you never podcast oh yeah those guys are younger and and yeah, I'm starting to realize that, man, this it's going to start to get to a point where the bands I'm interviewing are going to be younger than me. And I'm like, yeah, oh, sh-. it's like they're <laughs> like, I'm getting old. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no, because, yeah, there was a talk to you never. They're younger and they're and good. They're 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 real good. They are yeah. good. Um, and I, then everyone says those guys oh, are yeah, younger. That. Oh, they're like in high school. Uh, yeah, I think. <laughs> or one of them was or something. I think one of them or maybe a couple of them were still in. They were either still still in high school they or they just got out or maybe it was a mix of that and then um i'm trying to remember if counter theory those guys are they're younger but they're not, they're northwest but, indiana right yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. they're not that they're not that much younger though i think they're maybe just a couple years younger than yeah, us. So they if, might if be mid 20s if a band is mid 20s we're just on the outer edge of it right, right. we're still in we're still I know, in but, it. we're just but on, like talking edge. about that i'm like crap <laughs> i was like cuz sometimes <laughs> in those situations it's like okay what am i looked at mm-hmm. like how do they perceive me do they perceive me as some 
old dude who all he yeah. can talk about <laughs> is Green Day and Blink and or or am I am I a creep? Mm-hmm. You know wh- how do they see? You know, am I a washed up? pop punk dad Mm -hmm. which i I guess i am but maybe that'll be your podcast name in a few years washed up pop punk Dad. maybe by the time i get in my 30s (laughs) yeah we'll have to change the name to washed up what i what i will say though is i i enjoy listening to all of them and and hearing the younger bands and sometimes i'm like dude like belmont they're so young right but they're so good i still i have i need to uh contact them i haven't had them on Mm -hmm. the podcast yeah they're i think they're see the thing is there's so many there's so many bands yeah. and, you know, and I get, um, it's hard to, to schedule. And I try to schedule as much as in advance as possible. And if I'm currently trying to schedule something with you and you're listening to this, just hold on tight. I promise mm-hmm. I'll, <laughs> I'll get to you. It's hard to. Uh, yeah. I just did a, uh, like a random email. Yeah. And no. And the, those out. are the, those are the best ones, honestly, because mm-hmm. just, you know, I meet new people and it's just, it's yeah. awesome. But there's a, like there's a there's a scene of like punkish bands our age that still play like the bars. So we're playing Yeah, no, that's true. A, a week from Friday we're playing at the Burlington in Logan Square, which is like this little bar with a back room and a yeah. stage and we're playing with this band Dead Wells who are awesome. They're a little more punky than us, but mm-hmm. they're like they're awesome and uh another one Attic Salt which it's a girl lead singer. She kind of the band sort of sounds like Jawbreaker, which is like awesome. And so um, there's still like a scene for people our age, right? Yeah, so right. Oh no, there definitely is. And um, I, you know, as much as I love the pop punk from our generation and and before that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I try as much as I can to get into the new stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm Stand trying. Atl- to... Stand Atlantic is a good. They're newer, right? Yeah, Stan. I love. I fucking love Stand Atlantic. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about this. Uh, this EP, but I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how their st- <clears throat> how their style morphs. But I don't know what it is. I think I like them a lot because they have a lot of the. I think they have a lot of the old, older style mm-hmm. influence with the the new, and I think that's what. So in like three albums, what attracts they'll, me. they'll be at where like Paramore is now. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean. <laughs> Their 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 front girl is gorgeous, mm-hmm. and she plays a Telecaster, and that's awesome. just like because I'm a Tele guy. Yeah, me too. I play a Thin Line. I was gonna say you mm-hmm. play a Tele. I used to have a Thin Line, um, or was it is a Thin Line seventies? Right? Is that yeah seventy two seventy seventy two? That's what it is. Yeah, that's mine isn't a seventy. Mine isn't a seventy two. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, I had one from uh, nineteen. From yeah, I don't know if it was a reissue or mm-hmm. if it. I don't think it was. It was a reissue. It wasn't mm-hmm. an actual. You know, from 1972, but it had the style yeah. and everything. I loved it, except for I kept hitting the switch. Oh, it's just uh-huh. like when I had a Les Paul that uh, the the uh, pickup switch. Mm-hmm. You gotta like, you gotta tape it, but then that like I'm all about it looking good, right? And you tape yeah, it. Yeah, I just look good. I just can't like I love I I just maybe I'll get one custom made and then just mm-hmm. put you that can get the, somewhere else. There's a there's a Telecaster that has two humbuckers where the switch is where like the Les Paul switch is, like. But even that I'll hit. Oh, really? Not as much. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not as much as the Telecaster. Mm-hmm. But. Or you should just get the 
get a like go Tom DeLong and just get one humbucker, no tone knob at all. Well, dude, <laughs> I don't even use my neck pickup. I'm always. Oh, I don't either. I, I'm always on the bridge. Pickup. I like mm-hmm. I I literally don't know anything about guitars, right? I just I don't know. I I just I only know so much because and like you were saying, I'm not the greatest. I'm like power. I'm the power chord king. Yeah. yeah. You know, like uh, that's that's where I I mm-hmm. stick my, to, and I, I like to just. Uh, strum the fuck out of that friend in our lead guitarist is always like dude switch your switch turn your tone knob like fix your amp i'm like dude you just have to do it like yeah. you have to come over and fix it for me because i have no idea well this is how i always perceive things if you're playing lead guitar primarily mm-hmm. you need to have more of a um a higher frequency mm-hmm. you need to have more treble in your eq and things like that if you're playing rhythm, you need to be a little more on the bassy side. Mm-hmm. Not super bassy, but I, I don't know. That's how I always thought. Mm-hmm. And I, I play a, uh, I have a tiny terror that I use. I have a dual terror. Do you? I've been looking to buy one, a dual yes. terror, actually. I love it. Yeah. Except for, I, I, I mean, I do wish that I had the, the more expensive orange. Mm-hmm. But for what it's worth... I love it. I yeah. just don't like the fact that you just get a shape tone. That's why button. I like it, though. Oh, really? Because <laughs> I don't have to think about it. Oh, okay. It's like a little Because I more... like to have at least, you know, the three mm-hmm. EQs, the mid, or the, you know, the bass, the mid, the treble, whereas on that you just have the shape. And yeah. Then, um, the From... only other thing, too, is like there's no, like, reverb. Yeah, there, and there's like no that. effects loop on those ones. You have yeah. to get, like, the, they have the, the Dark Terror, which is a 15 watt, and then they have, like, the... The Dark 50, but that thing's like $2,500. Oh, there's a Dark 50 now? Yeah, it's super expensive, though. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm sure you can get one used. But yeah. I have to, I have to, I have a tiny tier combo. And like, oh, you have the combo. I forgot there was a combo. Yeah. And, yeah. and Mike, it's fine, but like, like, Frandon has a like 100 watt Mesa and oh, like against my like, oh, like 15 watt tiny tier combo. I'm like, I have well, to. Well, the dual tear is 30. Yeah. And I'll tell mm-hmm. you what, man. I never turn that thing past halfway. Really? Never. I never have to. It's so fucking loud. Mm-hmm. It's and I don't just because I like to have easy uh, an easy uh, transportable rig. Yeah. I only have a one by twelve cab. Really? I don't even have a two by twelve or, or a four by. Here's what I'll say though. Frandon has a two by twelve orange that he plugs his Mesa into. Mm-hmm. I actually think it would be easier for me to have a two by 12 instead of the combo because the combo only has a strap so I can only hold it with one hand. Whereas the two by 12 is super light and it's got handles on the side. So you could do two hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're it's getting, like real nitpicky about I mean, like, I, and stuff, but I, no, I, I, I'm the same way. I mean, when it comes down to it, of course it's going to sound better in a, in a four by 12, yeah. you know, cause mm-hmm. there's more power, there's more juice, you know? Um, but for the types of, gigs you're playing and things mm-hmm. like that you don't need to be lugging that around no you know? and and any gig we play it's going to be mic'd they're going to mic the amp and right. it's going to be fine so it's so. just there's no point in me carrying around a, a 2x12 or, or a half if i would i would only go that far to a 2x12 mm-hmm. i would never go past that unless you know i was starting to play these big shows yeah. and you know and and things were getting real serious and we were roading out it, and that's not that gonna po- happen at that point if you had like a guitar tech you probably just get a kemper and you have the guitar tech like dial it in right i mean some people do that you know i'm so. always trying to take the easy way out so i would for <laughs> yeah i, I mean, would for sure do that yeah, yeah. but um yeah, let's let's get to. Do we get our get to our no, picks? We, We've been talking. No, we talked, this could be like a two part <laughs> episode, honestly, with all the stuff we talked about. Um, but yeah, let's get to our picks. Great. You want me to go first? You want yes. To go? You can go first. Okay. So, 
Uh, my pick of the week is from a band called Heavy Hitters. Um, they're out of the LaSalle area in Illinois, and they're they're good friends of ours. Um, uh, and the song is called Role Playing. <laughs>
playing heavy hitters here on Pop Punk and Pizza. That is Joshua Lung's pick of the week. I I struggled with my pick because, you know, I usually play, we were talking about this, you know, I usually play a band that Mm. submits their music to me. And um, because, you know, I want to always help them out and spread the word about their music as much as I can because I know how it is. It's hard to get uh, your music out there and get, free promotion and things mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, Pop Punk and Pizza is one of those free promotion things. But I got to be honest, you know, I've been jamming out to a lot of Stand Atlantic. We were <laughs> just talking about that. Um, they're a, a pop punk trio from Australia. They actually did, I believe, they're actually currently on a European-UK tour. It's either going on now or it just wrapped up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're coming to the U.S. soon, but I know, I want to say they did some shows with Newfound Glory recently, too. But um, their EP they just put out this fall, it's called Sidewinder. Mm. And I I have played them before, and that's why I feel bad picking them again. But, man, this stuff is just so catchy. Um, But uh, the Sidewinder EP, I'll, I'll play the title track. They're all good. Mm-hmm. They're all really good. Which one did you play before? Do you I remember? played Coffee at Midnight okay. because that was like the first like single they released with a video and everything, uh, which is an amazing song too. Coffee. The whole thing is, I mean, it's only a, a five song EP, mm-hmm. but Sidewinder starts it off strong and, you know, I, I don't know what else to say. It's mm-hmm. just hook, you know, it just hooks you, right? And I, <laughs> and I think I'm starting to get into a pattern where people are like, Jacques, like the last couple of weeks, all the bands you're playing are female fronted. It's like you got a thing for. You know, I was like, I can't help it if I, you know, like a good female pop punk. Yeah, we need more female fronted bands. In we general. do. I feel like there's more. Mm-hmm. There's more a bunch than there in Chicago. A bunch of good ones in Chicago. Yeah, and I mean, you can thank bands like Paramore mm-hmm. for that because they, they, you know, got up into the mainstream and mm-hmm. we're are showing chicks, hey, you can fucking do this. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there there was obviously been others besides them but they've definitely i think helped helped that yeah. whole hey you know you oh can, definitely you can fr- you know a, a chick can fucking rock yep. this this band and there's no reason there's no reason that they can't yep. you know mm-hmm. but anyway so yeah sidewinder stand atlantic i'm waving the ocean you're a tree in the orchard some owl i come under stuck deep in your soil from my chest to my head to the breath on your neck silhouettes and regrets now replace you instead spit me out spit me out Do you? 
All right, Sidewinder, Stand Atlantic. That's the actually the title track from that EP. Just came out this last fall, so check that out. Um, that's that's honestly what I've been jamming a lot. So I will. Uh, I promise I will play something uh, <laughs> something different next week. I just like I said, I can't help it. Mm-hmm. So they're they're awesome. All right, man. Well. I think we need to to wrap it up. Sweet. Let me, um, uh, can I plug our next shows? Yeah, I was going to say, Lightweight's next shows and all that fun stuff. You guys yeah. got, I know you are just talking about Burlington, right? Yes, yeah, so we're playing In at Chicago. the Burlington. Let me get the date right so I don't mess oh, this sure. up. Oh, sure. But yeah. Um, but we were, so it's a week from Friday, so it's December 8th at the Burlington. It's a later show. Um, doors are at 8, uh, shows at 9. I think it's $8, so pretty cheap. That's 21 plus. Yeah, 21 plus at the yeah. Bur- at the Burlington. And then uh, January 20th, we're going to be at Ninth Street Pub in LaSalle. Okay. Um, playing with heavy hitters, which was my oh, pick of the week. Oh, that's, so. that's perfect. Yep. Awesome, man. Um, have you guys, have you guys have, have had an easy time getting shows and stuff like that? Yeah, it hasn't been too bad. Um, we don't, we're still trying to figure out like what's the right amount. Like we don't, we're not going to go too far from Chicago, but, yeah. um, you know, like, do you play a show once a month in Chicago or is that too much? Right. So, yeah. um, you know, we're trying to play in like LaSalle. Hopefully we can, uh, get a show in Northwest Indiana. Um, that shouldn't be too hard. There's shows at Royal Skate Shop all the time. Our first show is at Royal <laughs> Skate Shop. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh, <clears throat> I was going to say you guys have played there. Yeah, that place rules. It's so like, it, it's, it's almost it's, like a like an old school punk house. It is. It yeah. really, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah, it, it makes you think of, you know, um, yeah, like you said, like an old mm-hmm. school punk venue. And we, because <laughs> it's tiny, it's got graffiti everywhere. Yeah, uh, it's like, yeah, it's the, very, it's very intimate. Yeah. Sounds we, like shit. We played with you know, uh, it's we it's played perfect. with a, a pop punk band and and two hardcore punk bands. And so like like people were moshing like it was nuts in that small space. I'm sure you which, can imagine. Uh, which pop punk band? Uh, one was called Burdened. Burdened. Um and they one. just opened for a trash talk at Cobra Lounge, which is pretty cool. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um but we know them because uh some of their members are in a pop punk band called five three eyes um they're kind of older school pop punk but they're real good too i don't know them either there's mm-hmm. there's just so many bands and that's the thing there's so many scenes within mm-hmm. the scene yeah <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like overall in the chicagoland area there's all these little scenes mm-hmm. in the different areas you know yep. you got your northwest indiana um there's a lot of there's you got a lot of good bands in, this, in northwest indiana right, right now you're right there are and then you got you know in the city mm-hmm. then the, the the northern suburbs mm-hmm. and you know it's well and we're we're happy to play everywhere. play in any and all scenes okay well <laughs> hit up lightweights then so. yeah and uh when the new ep comes out hopefully a couple of the other guys can join in we can come yeah. back on the podcast we'd love to hang out there's always something to talk about yeah so. clearly we talked about and, country music for 25 <laughs> minutes so yeah <laughs> i we've talked about a lot of things um there's just always like i said there's always something to talk about but but yeah no thank you seriously mm-hmm. i'm glad that i can actually put someone on the podcast that actually listens yeah, to it started, a lot started as a listener it, right? it feels yeah. like yeah. it just it feels good to like try to help you out mm-hmm. in return for, you know, listening. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, so. I appreciate being on and, yeah. um, you know, I, I appreciate you playing our song. Hell um, yeah, man. Of course. We've been doing, doing pretty well. I think streaming wise, I guess. I don't know. Like we haven't sold 
nearly as many. You guys are but... rolling in the dough, aren't you? <laughs> well, it's like point those point five those cents yeah stream. those point five yeah. cents a stream are, are uh, just rolling. in. You do the math on that, and you have to you have to get like a million plays to get a thousand dollars. It's like nuts. yeah yeah. It's a lot of <laughs> you have to get a lot to uh, you have to get a lot of streams, a lot of plays mm-hmm. in order to it for it's all about merch. <laughs> yeah, no, there's just there's a lot of different ways to make money, but yep. anyway. So yeah, what's your socials, by the way, too? Right. So uh, lightweights shy, as in like lightweight Chicago. Um, that's what our Instagram, our Twitter, um, and then our Facebook is lightweight Chicago. Big thank you to Joshua Long of Lightweights out of Chicago for being on the show. It's always great to have you, man. Uh, please give them likes on social media. He did give you all the pages there uh, just now that you guys can like them up um, and be on the lookout for their next EP. They will be returning to uh, promote that whenever that is. So I'd love to meet the other members and, and uh, hang out. It'd be a great time. So, um, And speaking of social media, you can follow Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast or, or like us on Facebook. Our Twitter is Pop Punk Pizza Pod. Our Instagram, Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. And then the Bangarang Radio pages on both Facebook and Twitter are at Bangarang Radio. And then my Twitter handle is On Air with JL. And uh, please hit me up. Let's just talk. Whatever it is you want to talk about, if you want to tell me how much you hate the show, how much you love it, whatever it is, um, saying, Jake, shut up, quit talking about Green Day so much, whatever it is. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're in a band and you want your music to be played on the show as part of a pick or just music played in general, or if you want to book an interview, you're in the Chicagoland area, you want to drop by, hang out, have some pizza, talk about you, talk about the scene, whatever it is that's going on at the time, um, shoot me an email, bangerangradio at gmail.com. I can't always guarantee that I can get you on the show or that I can play your music. Um, but I will do my best. So, so please submit links to your music and uh, a little bit about you, about your band, at bangerangradio at gmail.com. So until next week, I'm Jacques Lamour. It's always awesome to have you here. Thank you for tuning in. I am eternally grateful and uh, in debt to you. I hope you have a great week. And next week, I'm actually not sure who's going to be on the show. It's going to be another surprise, but it'll be another great surprise that I'm looking forward to. So enjoy your week. Keep on a trucking. Whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, I believe in you, my friend. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. 